broadcasting on the BBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the BBC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 85 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with uh, Trevor and Damon. Uh, how's it going, guys? How, how, how was your, your 4th of July slash Canada day? It was full of fireworks, which was surprising because I didn't think anyone was going to do fireworks. <laughs> I, well, I was, you know, I meant to wish you a, I, I don't know, do you wish a happy Canada day? Is that, yeah. is that, yeah. okay. Yeah, we say happy Canada day. Okay, cool. And that's what July first, right? You guys are yeah. July first, okay? Yeah, we, we like and doing. What is Canada Day for us uninformed? Uh, it was the day Canada was formed as a country, right. uh, breaking apart from. Yeah, everyone can learn something. It, so it's similar to Independence Day, but I guess it was the day we stopped being a colony of of uh, Britain. Same for us. Samesies. <laughs> Little different. Um, Slightly different, yeah. <laughs> way we went about it, I guess, is the only thing. Well, could you guys still have, like, like isn't the Queen still involved in some of your stuff over there? No, not, not, no? Not, okay, in, no. not in any, um, I, yeah, we, we don't have any direct ties to Britain from, like, a government standpoint. And I'm sure I'm probably misspeaking about some of this stuff and someone's going to correct me on it. So I apologize if I did in proper Canadian fashion. We do we do have Canadian listeners, so yeah. you know we we might get some. Uh, we we could always end up with uh, somebody coming and correcting us. But uh, mm-hmm. look at that though—a little history lesson today, right? So, <laughs> yeah. Do you have a did good we, fourth, Damon? Did you do anything? I did nothing, but no, because I don't really necessarily like fireworks. Somebody, we we have a new development. That's well, we have a new second half of our development, and um, I guess somebody from the area was lighting off fireworks at like 1245. Like that's way past Oof. my bedtime. So I was a, a little annoyed by that. Like up to 11 o'clock, I feel is fine. But after that, it's like, it goes a little, uh, little much, a little much for me. Yeah. That, yeah. that's fair. We, it's the same thing for us. We, we have places that do them at like 10 o'clock at night, but yeah, anytime anyone does it after 11, I mean, that, that warrants. Yeah, twelve forty five was a little, <laughs> little tough, man. Yeah, little tough. That's that's crazy. I because we, you know, my my daughter's two at this point, and so the fireworks last year they didn't bother her at all. She slept right through it. But we have people, you know, they shoot fireworks off right over our, our house. I mean, we we've got a whole fireworks show in our whole neighborhood. I mean, of just because we're right in the border of South Carolina, so you just drive over to South Carolina, you buy the good stuff. And, you know, (laughs) (laughs) all the stuff that's illegal in North Carolina. And then there's a whole fireworks show in my neighborhood. And so that kept my daughter up all night uh, until probably, I think, 1130 is about when they stopped. Okay. That's not the worst, but I can understand that. It's just tough. And then you got the dogs. You kind of have to be a little bit careful of the dogs. Like, you go to let them out and all that fun stuff. My dogs don't love fireworks. So, yeah. But I mean, it was it was fine. It happens once a year. It's it's okay. I know it's going to be that way. Did you guys like do a cookout or anything? Because we, we no, did, man, we did, like, I don't know. Cookout. Again, I don't know how everyone's getting all this awesome food. But again, I think a lot <laughs> of it is you know. Again, as we were talking before the show, I don't necessarily go to the food store. I just have everything kind of delivered. So we don't get as large of a selection of food. So now it was just a normal day yesterday. I mean, we can, we go mountain biking pretty much every day now. So, I mean, we went mountain biking, but outside of that, not, not too much. Do, 
I, I mean, I, I always have a stash of steaks in my freezer, so. I don't do beef, number one. Oh, okay, fair. You have yeah, to, you I mean, do some hot dogs, man? Come on, nah, some hot dogs, some hamburgers? Nah. You know? No, I don't do any of that sort of stuff, so. Uh, we, we did, we had a nice little, nice little barbecue over here. Yeah, that's nice. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> well, I'm glad you guys had an enjoyable. I mean, David, it sounds like you didn't do anything, but <laughs> that's okay. I watch some TV. I watch but... Netflix. As I, that's all I do now is watch Netflix and look at Disney stuff. That's pretty much my life these days. Because well, you, I mean, you got to prepare for the other podcast, so. Oh, the other, yeah, yeah, and it's it's so much harder than this one. I got to watch. <laughs> so we watch. Uh, we we did have Katie on, by the way, though. Oh, you did. Yeah. So Katie came on. She was a trooper. We did uh, Warrior Nuns, which came out on Thursday. At three three a.m., and we did our show at seven p.m. on Thursday. Ten episodes, forty five minutes each. Bully through them all, all of us. So oh, wow. that was wow. that was interesting. Oh, yeah. So Katie came on to talk about Eurovision and Warrior Nuns, and I think she might have watched them both in the same day, which is even crazier. Like I was done at like three o'clock. I started at six a.m. and was done by like three p.m. But yeah, it was it was fun though. It's nice to have that crossover of some of the people. That, you know, I've met through Welcome Home kind of coming over and talking Netflix, which was very interesting. And she also told us that she's going to be doing a Disney Plus podcast. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. She's starting her own? Yeah, she's starting her own. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, that's good for Katie. Yeah. So that what was is she really- calling it? Did she say it? Yeah, but you know what? Not my place to say. Like, I don't oh, know. She doesn't like, want to reveal she- it yet. Well, it, it's an interesting concept. It's not just a straight thing. So, again, I don't necessarily want to ruin her surprise of, and again, hopefully I didn't ruin her surprise of doing a podcast, but I'm just trying to get you listeners, Katie. But she has a little bit of a, a wrinkle to it as well. And I enjoy speaking with her, so it was fun. But it's it's interesting, you know, I, I think everyone kind of that's listened to the other podcast would say that it's a little bit different Damon in that podcast, because now I have, like, my friends that are a little bit more... um me-ish than you guys so right. it becomes very interesting <laughs> i don't know what that means i'm I, i'm not sure if i, I should think be you offended or complimented <laughs> i i <I'm laughs> i think that the people that i do the other podcast with are a lot more opinionated like myself okay yeah you, your friends are generally on the same wavelength as you which does yeah so they the they they tease me and make fun of me and you know it's like that sort of thing Oh, okay. Like, Man, okay. It's like a I, bunch of us here. So, yeah, I'm but it pretty was opinionated. I just keep it to myself, Damon. That's all. <laughs> well, see, they don't. <laughs> the I, I keep it to the Facebook groups. That's <laughs> yeah. There you go. I, I I save all my opinions for arguing with people in Disney Facebook groups. <laughs> okay. That's understandable. <laughs> Not anymore. I, I've been I've been taking a social media siesta for a while here. <laughs> so, but anyway. Uh, well, yeah, no, so that's great. So I, well, listen, we're building up demand for Katie's podcast, right? We're teasing it. We're, you know. Yes. Uh, and again, but it's, I, I need more listeners over my Netflix podcast. I, I want some more feedback. That's the problem I'm having. I wish I had like more feedback. We've changed a little bit, but I think in this podcast, we get a lot of feedback, right? So it makes sure. it a little bit easier to kind of streamline what we're doing. And I think, you know, everything here works so well. You know, like, it's like the listener questions. We kind of brought them, they're not, you know, what are they, 20 episodes in, maybe, if that? Yeah, yeah. Right? It's it's nice. It's evolving. We're we're at that, you know, Pokemon evolution in this podcast. Getting started again, you know, is is a lot tougher. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. 
It's hard to go back to Charmander when you've been using Charizard. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I don't I'm know not what that Pokemon enough to know that, but that's what exactly what I wanted to say. <laughs> and my inner video game nerd comes out. <laughs> I I don't I don't know what that means at all. I've never been into Pokemon, so I don't I don't really know. <laughs> I'm honestly more of a Squirtle fan for anyone who knows what any of that means. So all right, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't I don't know what you're talking about, but. <laughs> Oh man, that's that's funny. I actually, you know, you mentioned Netflix. I was uh watching on Disney Plus. I was uh I was watching uh some of the old like um and why am I forgetting what they they're called, but Disney put up a couple more of like the old Walt Disney like Sunday night like shows okay. uh the Magical we, World of Disney. Yeah, stuff. yeah, that was the way. Yeah, I, I don't know why I couldn't think of it right then, but they have one that was like uh and this is from like 1955 about like going to the moon. And going to Mars, it was they were super cool. Uh, they were really, really neat. I, I really enjoyed watching them. Um, if you like that kind of old nostalgic stuff, it's really cool. And actually, the one, the Mars one, a lot of the clips from it are uh, played in Sci-Fi uh, Dine-In. So, like it was some of the stuff that's played in Sci-Fi Dine-In is from that particular video, uh, from that particular show. So it's it's pretty neat if you like that nostalgic stuff. I, I just, as I look over the listener questions, I see that Tom left out the awesome one that I would have done. Which, which one? One thing Damon out? likes, one thing Damon doesn't. How, oh, you know, how okay. Dare we, you we, leave that out? You can, you can keep it in there. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> if you want to put that one in there, that's cool. No, um, you know, the problem is I'd actually have to think how to answer that. And that would be, you know, is it one thing I like, like in life, in, you know, at Disney? What, what, I need some more clarification well, on that. Well, the, the the question was five things you don't like and then ten things that you do, right? So that's... Was it something like that? Yeah. I mean, I could do one-on-one, but again, I, is it about Disney? I is think it, so. Is it, though? I, I initially, see, I read the question as a to- one topic that you liked on the show today and, one t- and you know, five Ooh, topics that, you hated. Oh, <laughs> that would be so much easier to do. I could do that right now. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I thought you were, we were going to do here. Yeah. That oh, was, that would be pretty cool. I kind of dig that. But there's so many I don't like. I don't know. See, that's the problem. That's why they, you know, had so many. Uh, didn't yes. they have more in the dislike category than the like category? <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, I love you know the listener questions. Those are probably my favorite things these days. Are the listener the questions. listener questions? Yeah. Yeah. And then you I guys think are keeping I, I hate going the rest with of not a whole lot of other, other stuff going on. <laughs> yeah, and I think, I, and I think I hate the rest of the stuff that you were going to talk about. <laughs> that's, that's fair. I mean, that's you know garden grill. No, no. How dare you? I put that right in there just for Trevor. I, I that one's for Trevor. So, yep. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. Well, do you want to cover that question now, Damon, or do you want to think about it and cover it at the end of these questions? No, I, I want more clarification before I covered it all. Is it just Disney? Is it just the episode? Let me have well, some clarification. That'll be what, more, more than happy to answer. No, no, no. I don't. I don't. I don't want to say what I would prefer because I'd like to know where this question was going. Yeah, this could result in some serious soul searching if, depending on how deep it was. Exactly. I mean, you're asking me like which one of my kids I like the best. I mean, I think <laughs> a little bit about that one. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. Which one of your kids you like? Do you have an answer to that? I- <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Do they listen? They don't to listen, the show? Damon. They don't listen. It's okay. No, no. My my one son does listen to, it, and all his friends listen to it as well. Like oh, his really? friends' parents. Yeah, it was funny because you know th- these are just kind of these stories how you kind of think about that. I was actually having a discussion with my oldest son's friends parents the ones that were buying disney um they're buying some resale points uh i think they bought 25 boardwalk points oh okay I, I, yeah again i don't know how to 
I, 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 I don't know why you would buy 25 points. I, it's, it's interesting, but I think what their thought process was that they want to buy it, feel out the process, right? And I'm, I'm that way too. I think sometimes, right? Feel out the process. Like how hard is this? How easy is it? What does it mean to me? And then they'll purchase some more points after that. They just want to kind of get their feet wet. So they listen to the podcast. And then my middle son's friend from swimming, his, um, they're big Disney people as well. So one day my son was playing the podcast in the car to kind of mock me because like, he thinks that's funny. Right. I guess. And they're like, Whoa, 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 what's that? And then they just started listening. So that's funny. <laughs> See, he, he played it just specifically to mock you. That's that they, his, they do idea. that. My, my boys are funny like that. They, I, I think um, it's beautiful that it backfired on them though. <laughs> yeah. It, it works out well. So now like sometimes like they'll send, you know, their friends will send my kids pictures of them being in the car with their parents and you know, the welcome home podcast is playing on the radio and they'll take a picture of it and send my kids, you know, a, a snap or something like that. It's kind of funny. Oh, wow. Well, that's cool. I'm glad that, you know, that, that you're, you're, kids and and uh well your one kid and his friends listen that's cool and your other well you know and i i'm excited to hear your the feedback from your friends about the process because i i and and trevor well, can attest this process is so easy well see <laughs> and the question easy. is what i said to them was after you know tom what you went through i said well if you're gonna do it that way don't you have to all buy the same use here like if you're gonna buy like a bunch of super small contracts you have to have the same use here right oh it's, gosh yeah yeah it's probably just for your sanity it's Wait. Right, because if you had like five twenty-five point contracts, all different use years, that would suck, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, it would definitely. That would be a huge pain. Okay, so that's what yeah. I did tell them. That's what yeah. I, did tell them. I, I think that would be a big pain. I mean, just having the one contract on a different use year is is a big pain. Yeah, just, sure. Just you know, I I got my second contract with the same use year, and just watching you deal with your contract, Tom. Like gave me anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good it's a, it's bad idea to get that. I mean, I, it works for some people, I'm sure. I, I'm sure there are people out there that have different use years and are just okay with managing them. I just am not okay with it anymore. You know, I can understand that. Yeah. But then again, I'm probably you know who knows. But are you uh, really going to sell that contract? That's the real question. You know, I mean, I was just telling you guys before we started the show that I had to replace my my whole AC system today, and I was my wife was like, "So we're going to sell that DVC contract now because so we could pay for this?" And <laughs> yeah, that like, might make sense now. Huh? Like uh, maybe, I guess. Yeah, but, I'd be you know. curious to how that process goes. I mean, do do it for the betterment of the show. To sell the <laughs> yeah, for the good of the show, sell my points. I just I'd be curious about how that part of it goes because I think sometimes that's not a lot of what we hear about. You know what I mean? True. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm ready for this first listener way. question, though. I'm curious. Yeah, okay. Let's get into it. All right. So, Katie asks, what kind of fast, fast, <laughs> what kind of mask or face coverings are you using? Like, do you prefer the gator style with the puppy dog face or homemade one? Damon needs a Jeffrey face on the gator style mask. I actually did a lot of research on masks. Uh, I probably have 20 different brands of masks. And I have found that a company called Levelwear has been the absolute best face mask of all of them. And again, I have a fair amount of them. The way that they fit and the kind of the, I, I guess, they, they're just, they're almost an athletic type sort of mask. Like we went out hiking and I had a different 
mask with me and I was like, oh, this really is brutal. It was just a little too thick. Now the level wears are still three. I think we go with the level wear threes, which are still the three layer masks, but they're just, they're so well done that I really liked them. I guess the other mask that I would say came out number two, but is, is definitely not as breathable as there's a company that sells vacuums, stark vacuums, and they uh, make masks as well. And they're pretty good, but I would say level three, Level wear, th- level wear three, I believe, is the exact name of the mask. That was uh, my favorite. You wow. put way okay. more thought into this than I ever did. Me too. <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm just trying to help people <laughs> out. I, I, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just, I, I'm honestly, I found the first company I could on Amazon selling masks, and I just bought some cotton ones and. I haven't thought about if there was actually a better alternative out there. You know, okay. I, 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 well, I don't want to say I did the same thing. My wife ordered them for me. I didn't even see them until they arrived. So my wife just bought uh, some for us and uh, I, I, it's fine. I, I have some sort of cotton one again off of Amazon or maybe Etsy. I don't know. My wife went about off Etsy. I don't know, but I did buy, I actually bought the Disney ones that they're selling and I got them and they are super tiny. <laughs> they are. I, I don't even think my kid could wear them. They're so small. I don't know what happened. I think I ordered like medium, thinking like I don't know that, that or that large. Would a medium sized head. Yeah, I thought maybe that it would fit, but I got the. I mean, I swear it's so small. I don't know what that's about, and they don't accept returns on the masks, which I understand well, why they don't take returns. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like we're using them. We we tried it on once. It doesn't fit. That's it. So listen, if there's a listener out there that wants some uh, some Mickey and Minnie masks, just let me know. I'll send them to you for free. I don't. I can't do anything with them. They don't fit, and my kid's not going to wear it. Uh, you know, she's two. She's so, not going to wear it. So. I mean, the, the thing, the, the reason it's a little bit of a bigger deal for us is, you know, my son's going to swim practice. He has to have a mask every day. You know, our school's starting up in approximately a month. And the kids are going to have to wear them every day. And I have three kids. So, I mean, I need a stockpile and I need masks that, you know, they're not going to necessarily complain about as much. So, again, I had to do a little bit of research. Um, there was some other masks that I enjoyed and I, I thought were pretty good. But, you know, there, there's got to be some sort of price point when I'm buying so many of them. So, these level wear guard threes are still on the little bit expensive side of $15 a mask. But it was still cheaper than some of these others. I mean, there were some masks out there that are twenty, thirty dollars, and, and they're really good. But you know, and I need, gosh, I'm going to need at least fifteen of them. It, it, you know, that's a big purchase. That's a big purchase. Well, that, that makes sense. You wanted to try them out ahead of time. Yeah. So, so that's what we came up with. Like I said, they were. Uh, you got me looking whether or not this company ships to Canada or not now. Because you brought up a good point. I, I didn't even think about what's going to happen when uh, fall hits and my son has to go back to school. Well, and we I, don't and know I, any, we don't know any of that stuff yet. Uh, so we're, we kind of know a little bit more maybe than you do, but I would say that the reason that I thought these were so well done is they have the ear with the adjustable like bead on it. So you can kind of pull them in, you know what I mean? To bring them a little bit tighter and the nose pleat. So what I found was, is that some of them have these nose situations, but you're always feel like you're constantly touching them to, to adjust them. And obviously that defeats the whole purpose. This again, fit me well, fit my kids pretty well. And even my daughter, who's only 10, she could still wear this and it was still, you know, would, you know, do its purpose. So the whole family could kind of wear one size, no problem. And what we did is all the masks that I didn't necessarily love 
And and again, that just maybe the one I really liked, but they were just too heavy. You know what I mean? Like I was, we went for a hike and I was like, I'm going to wear this mask to see what it would feel like. And when I was done, I was like, nah, <laughs> like it's just too heavy. We keep them in the car. So I feel like I didn't necessarily waste them because, you know, sometimes you'll jump in the car and then not have them. We just leave the mask that I didn't love in the car. And that way they're there. So, yeah. I great. mean, that. That makes sense. I I feel like you could do a whole show now on your reviews of uh, of of masks. Uh, that was I, I definitely so thorough. <laughs> See that th- this was a great listener question. This is why I think Damon loves the listener questions. Is that? But we- when I saw that, I was very excited for this question. I'll be honest with you because <laughs> I was like, I've been does- doing this for my friends. It was you know a lot of my friends have said, oh you know well, you know what's the mask situation? I was like, all right, let me tell you. I got like twenty different kinds. This is what you want to get, and they're all like, oh my goodness, that's great, right? They don't have to. Go go through that whole process. So I felt like I was trying a little bit to, you know, help everyone out. And, uh, yeah. that's what I came up with. Uh, that's, that's good to know. And now I know I feel like I need to buy a new one. I feel like I've been lazy and have done no research and which, which is true. I've done <laughs> well, none again, neither have I, because the, my extent of going outside has been the like once every other week trip to the grocery store, which usually lasts about 30 minutes. And yeah, beyond that, I haven't really had much of a need to wear a mask. <laughs> yeah. Same here. Uh, just when I go to the grocery store, so yeah, I, I mean it's it's you know maybe twenty minutes at a time. So I, I yeah, I mean I, I'm not you know really all wearing it all that much. So well, and I think Under Armour has an athletic mask, but it was or and I was something I would have tried out, but it, I think they were thirty something dollars, and they were um, I'm back order already. So I was like, uh, you know, that was the other thing. I had this company that made bras that was making masks, and I said to myself. You know, if they're making high-end bras, they're probably doing a really good mask. That was my thought as a man. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong here. But the <laughs> problem was is that I ordered them a month and a half ago, and I still don't have them. You know, Levelware also, I ordered three, got them, loved them, ordered three more, got them in less than a week. You know, having the ability to get them in a timely manner is great because these other bra masks, right, could be phenomenal. But I, I don't know and I haven't gotten it. And then what am I going to do? Even if I love it, am I going to order another one and wait another month and a half? I'm not. I get so that. Timing is also, you know, a definite issue. Yeah. And, you know, those Disney ones, I think I ordered in April and they didn't even ship till June. So imagine my disappointment that I waited two months for them and they were way too small to yeah. even wear. That, that was, yeah, I, I thought about that too because I, I was looking at ordering the Disney ones as well. And then when I saw that, they came in different sizes and that's, that's always a problem. Yeah. And, and yeah. you didn't really know what the sizes were. I was like, uh, I don't, you know, I, I was on the, in the park of let's wait and see what other people do with them or how they come out. And then I can order them later. Cause I assume they'll still be around. I, probably in a year <laughs> yeah i i assume that they're still gonna be selling them I, I actually seen a lot of people comment the same thing that they came in way too small for them so i guess i wasn't the only one uh not to order it to the right size i was also disappointed too because they they had like so they, they're selling them in four packs like themed four packs and one of them was a star wars one and they had a baby yoda one i was like i want the baby yoda mask but it's like the second i saw that there was they were selling those it, it was immediately sold out already so i couldn't even get that one you know, you know, it's it's funny how like like this is masks are supposed to be a functional thing. No, but, yeah, but there is a certain degree of fashion around it as well, and it's, there one hundred percent is Trevor. I would yeah. agree with that fully, and I think that if if there was like um, Louis Vuitton masks 
and people like were wearing them, like it could be a fashion statement. I, I think it would be a different take on masks in general. If, but it, you know, they would have fashion. to work though. Like, like, you know, people just making yeah. designs is one thing, but you know, for somebody to actually get a proper mask. Well, I'm, I'm not going to lie. The way that the black and pebble on the level wear masks look, it was definitely a factor as well because they just look kind of sporty and cool, right? right? Like, as I say to my two boys, like, all right, well, you got to wear like mask. They're like, oh, okay. Well, these don't look so bad, right? Like they're gray and black. They can kind of work in with anything, right? You're wearing jeans. They're good. You wear like, if you're matching them up, they're, they're okay. I actually wish they came in a few extra colors as well, but I guess gray black is probably the most neutral you could get. True. And, you know, go ahead, and I was going to say, and yeah, you know, it's like, you know, when you say same thing, like I said to my kid before, you know, you have to wear a mask and he initially goes to, you know, thinking of the, uh, the disposable blue masks, right? Mm. Like, like that's, yeah. that's what people, masks. Yeah, yeah. That's what people think of. And yeah, it's, it's funny how there, there is actually a whole other level to this. That's starting to evolve as we go. <laughs> Oh, there's been some masks that I've seen and I'm like, yo, $70 is a little much, <laughs> right? It's right. a little much. They're really cool looking. Again, even the Under Armour ones, they were really cool, but I'm like, ah, oh, man, that's a lot of loot. It's a well, lot of loot. The best looking ones I've seen can be found at store.welcomehomepodcast.com uh, with our there logo on the front, <laughs> right? Do you, see how, do you see how good that was, right? <laughs> Ours, I think, are only like 15 bucks. So there you go. <laughs> I don't right. think anybody's bought a mask yet, actually, with our logo on it. So, yeah, where's the commitment from our fans? I don't know. Well, I, I mean, the fact that neither none I of wouldn't us buy one. one. I buy a level wear <laughs> three. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel that the when I next go down to Disney, I'll probably consider that. But right. wearing one outside of Disney World, I like. Mm, I can yeah, agree with that. I yeah. get it. Well, Sorry, you don't want to I, wear I mean, our gear I, in daily life? I mean, I wear our gear sometimes. I mean, yeah, I, I, I go, I, I see it in the closet and I usually just kind of pass it. I'm like, Oh, I could wear that shirt today. But you know what my problem is, is that I go either a, I'm like, Oh, dude, no, I can't wear that shirt or, or B. I'm like, Oh, what if I get stuff on this shirt? Like I need it for you don't Disney. Ruin it. You don't want to ruin that's it. That's yeah, my problem. And that's why I don't wear any of my welcome home gear at home is that I'm, I'm going, I need to save this for my Disney trip. I agree. I don't want to get it dirty or wrecked or anything. I want it to be pristine. <laughs> yeah. Remember I spilled, what did I spill on mine? I thought I was gone. It was my mom, thank goodness, rescued it from, you know, laundry oblivion, but I, I thought I was done for. Uh, well, you know, it was laundry day the other day for me, and you know, I need I needed a shirt, so I, I went. I, I wore, <laughs> no, it's not, it's it's true that I wear my sh- I wear that shirt all the time. I like wearing it, so I'll just buy myself another one if we run out. I'll, I'll just get us a couple more. You know, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I guess all that's right, fair. We, 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 we got to move on again. here. We're 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 <laughs> destroying ourselves. We're on listener question A. Like that's not good. <laughs> Masks uh, are an important subject, though. So that's that's yeah. that's true. That's true. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna push right. us forward here. So Dan asked us. Riviera has a hefty discount promotion currently. I don't think it's all that hefty, but well, right. no, there's a new one. You got to go further down. There's a, there's a new one they put out there. It just looked. But what does that mean for current sales there and about DVC resales being hot right now? What does it mean for Reflections and Disneyland DVC future? I thought Reflections was done. Well, we don't know. Yeah, we don't, we don't really know that it's done. 
well, we, we can't, we, we don't know what it means for reflections if we don't know if they're, what reflections is, is going to be and when it's going to be done and, and all that. So yes, I, I see your Riviera thing down there. And I, again, I chuckle at hefty, heavy discounted. That is not a heavy discount. I mean, it, it is if you, I mean, if you buy 200 points. I mean, if I buy 500 it, points, yeah, sure. Well, $40 discount a point. That would be great. <laughs> I mean, 25 a point at 200 points. I mean, or 35 a point at 200 points is yeah, not but bad. that's a lot of points, though. Yeah, I mean, if you're buying that many, of course. But Again, I don't necessarily think it's a hefty discount, but what do I feel that it means? I don't know. Like, I just... I feel I that think it means that, that Disney wants to buy some... I mean, sell some contracts. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's it. But I also think that... Uh, I'm not in love with Riviera, so it's a very difficult discussion anyway. I always say that I'm holding out for the Epcot one. You know what I mean? Like, I'm holding out for the, the Epcot stuff, so I'm not even really thinking about it. If I, You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of where my head is. Like, Riviera doesn't do it for me. Reflections doesn't do it for me. Throw a resort in the front of Epcot, and we'll talk. <laughs> like, that, that's how I feel. <laughs> I thought you liked Riviera, though. I mean, I, th- I, mean, I like it, but... Again, I just think that it's going to be such a mishmash of like points and and stuff for the next two years that I'm not all about needing anything right now. Again, they throw that Epcot stuff in there. Yeah, I'm all in. You put a park right. You put a you're going to put a resort right in the park or right outside the park. Yeah, I'm in. I'm saving my money for that because I'm going to tell you that's going to be crazy if they do that someday. If they do that someday, I already know what that feels like. Staying at the Grand Californian, you do want that. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, being able to walk right into Epcot would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It it doesn't even have to be Epcot. It could be anywhere. I just find, again, everyone always asks, Epcot is my favorite park. You know, again, it definitely took a a hit with, with, with Alan being gone, but, you know, it still is my favorite park. So if I could walk in there, and again, while that's, you know, still a rumor up for grabs, I, I personally feel that that's going to happen. So, I'm kind of holding out for that. I mean, you can kind of do that now at Boardwalk or Beach Club, though. Nah. I mean, I still it's not get in on, the park. I still got to get on sh- something. No, no, no. no, you can short walk over. Trevor, school him on this, please. <laughs> it's a short walk. <laughs> what, you could do- no, no, no. No, it's it, it's very different. Like, Tom, when you can pop back to your room, like, when you're at the park and you go, oh, you know, I want to go grab my jacket, and you literally walk, like, out of out of the gate up a flight of stairs and you're at your room, that's very different from, you know, I got to go down a path. I got to get on a, you know, on the skyliner or I have to like take a boat or anything. It, it is, it is a different to, feel. You don't have to do that for beach club or boardwalk though. You just walk right out the international gateway and you're, you're right there, right there. It's not, no, it's not right there. <laughs> it's pretty close. I, I had a room right <laughs> above the entrance to no, California I, Adventure. It is not the same. <laughs> I agree with you. It's not the same. I'm just saying it's not like you have to get on any transportation. You just, it's just a, it's a, it's a short little walk over there. Now it is in the back of the park. So if you want the experience of walking right up and seeing Spaceship Earth and, and having that whole entrance experience, sure, but, I'm but with you. It, I'm just it's saying still, it's possible. It's still what 10, 15 minutes though. Yeah, it's it, it's a 15 minute walk. It's not like like I said, it's. It, it it's not feels right there. different. It, like it, 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 in terms of the bubble, like even sure. even like no, disconnecting yourself and going yeah. back to the hotel, there's still that walk where you kind you're kind of disconnected when you're in when you're staying at a hotel that is like 
in or connected directly to the park the way again i'm just basing this all off of staying at the grand californian i feel like i'm gonna have to stay there or, or stay somewhere in there right that's that's cash too right uh yeah i because yeah i don't think you'll it's gonna be tough to get no i don't care about dvcs if it's cash that's fine it's I'm paying that trip cash anyway i i would highly recommend it it is it's an expensive hotel <laughs> but, but i'm not going anywhere this year so i'm gonna make up for it that's kind of my my game plan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're not going anywhere, so you can you can save so, this year for next year. Mm-hmm. So back to Dan's question about you know you know talking about all these you know what does it mean for the reflections in Disney DVC future? So hypothetically, you know, talking about how how the landscape's going to look in a couple of years is really what we're talking about for these resorts to show up. First of all, we need to get past the pandemic and we need to see what Disney actually looks like when things are opened and operating on a semi-normal basis again. I, I think the hard part right now is obviously, yeah, Disney is selling DVC contracts because like you said, Damon, they're just trying to sell at this point. They're, they're not, they're not trying to get the most amount of money. They're just trying to keep, they're trying to keep these contracts moving. And on the flip side, yeah, obviously, um, uh, um, resale is a little bit volatile, or I shouldn't say a little bit, it's, it's volatile at the moment. I think it's, I, I can't say wh- whether or not this would have a great impact on Reflections or the, the new Disneyland DVC resort, because by the time they're coming out, we're going to be into the new normal. And I, I feel that and I, I'm probably going to be wrong about this, but I feel that you'll see a little bit of a dip in direct DVC prices here for a bit. But once Disney World and Disneyland get back to a point of operating somewhat normally again, they're going to go right back to where they are right now. Because Disney is not going to... They're not just going to discount everything just because of uh, a blip on the radar, so to speak. I, I know this is kind of a big blip, but... yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, I yeah I, I I don't disagree with you. I I don't I don't know if I see them. I mean, this is for all intents and purposes a reduction of the of the point price per point, right? So, I mean, because they're doing it all the way on contracts down to oh gosh, what was it a hundred points? I think yeah. yeah. So from a hundred, you even get a five dollar discount. Usually, you don't get it as far down there with those incentives. So, I I do think they're a little bit. I don't want to say desperate, but obviously sales have taken quite a hit, right? So. You know what? What do you do when sales take a hit? You offer a promotion. You know yep. that, and that's that's what I think it means. And and you know, I I think our friends at DVC Resale Market, I believe the last two months were like the best two months they've ever had in their history. It, it, I I think they posted that on our Facebook group, right? I, I I'm I'm trying to remember, but I I don't want to misquote them. But I they're they're having they're doing very very well. So resale is booming right now, right? And 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 part of that is because direct really just isn't right. I mean, direct is not booming at all right now. It's in fact as it's not really doing anything. I mean, they're not selling any contracts. So I, I, I do think the thing about it, Disneyland's different, right? So Disneyland, there's a pent up demand for that resort. So I, th- I think that resort will definitely happen, right? Because I, I think they'll have no problem selling contracts at that resort. Oh, I not, do th- not at all. We're, no. I'm, my wife and I are already talking about it. Like, you're like already saving up. You're just ready. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a huge pent up demand for that resort, right? 
So that I think will still happen, and I think they know that. And but at the same time, when you have a whole Disney doesn't like overlap, or I should say DVC doesn't really like overlap. They don't like actively selling, uh, you know, two resorts at the same time. They like to you know get towards the end of selling a resort and then open a new resort, and that's kind of what they did with you know Copper Creek got towards the end, and then they started selling Riviera. So at this point, you know, I, I do kind of believe the rumors that Reflections is getting delayed. Or, you know, I don't think it's canceled altogether because I still think there is an underlying demand for DVC, right? There's an underlying demand for DVC contracts and points. Uh, you know, they've, they've been selling them hand over fist. I, I, I do think it's interesting, though. I mean, if they do really struggle hard, I, I can't imagine they're going to suspend, like, get rid of the, the resale restrictions. I, I, I can't see them doing that. I feel like once, once you go that direction, you can't come back, right? But what does that do for them anyway, though? It makes it more appealing. I mean, it makes they, they can more make appealing. it. It makes the contracts more appealing. Well, but it makes resale more appealing. It doesn't make the directs more appealing. Exactly. Well, no, it makes the directs more appealing in that if you buy, a lot of people don't want to buy points there because if they do need to resell, resell it at some point, yeah. then whoever buys that resale contract is going to, I mean, it's the, it's going to be significantly I don't significantly think that lower. people think that way. Again, we had this discussion before. There's some people who do. I don't think most people think that way. Most people probably don't. So, I mean, if you're, again, I'm on the other side of that. And I, I, I can understand how you can look at it both ways. I, I don't disagree with that. I just think that the majority of people aren't looking ever to sell a contract that they buy and, you know, the majority of the people. So offering, you know, benefits to resale because they know they're going to sell it in the future. I don't think that helps Disney at all. I don't think I, that helps Disney buy, have people buy. I think that it would be the other aspect. Knock some, put some, you know, more restrictions out there. Then all of a sudden you'll see people buying more direct points. If you made even more restrictions, all of a sudden split up the resale people that they can't, or not even leave them the way they are and say, you know, direct people can get fast passes 10 days earlier. And you see what happens to direct point buying. Well, I do agree with you, Damon, that, yeah, most people are in it for, you know, not the intent of reselling. I think there is still an inherent, um, you know, people ask the question of, you know, am I buying into this? And if something happens, am I screwed in being able to resell it? And it's not that they have an intent of, you know, dumping the contract in five years, but I do think there is some incentive there for seeing that, that resale is not super restrictive. Sure. I mean, I have a hard time with that because I just don't think that way. So, you know, when I'm going to purchase something, I consider that money gone, right? So it almost is irrelevant to me what happens after the fact. So I can't necessarily wrap my head around that. That would be like three steps ahead of where I am. So I I think that there is a, uh, there is a degree of gambling there for sure. And I just think if you went the other route, what does that mean, right? So we can talk about that as, oh, does it help some people? Okay. But again, what if they made even more restrictions again, or they gave even more benefits to, you know, blue card direct people? What would that mean? Would that mean that, you know, less people would just purchase overall? Because that's what would be interesting to me. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I definitely don't know the answer to that. I'm sure they've looked into that, right? I'm sure they study that kind people of stuff. People would be mad. Oh, yeah, people would be so mad. <laughs> so, I mean, people were mad about the Riviera restrictions. And I, I think the thing is, 
for you're saying you know you don't care what it's like after it's gone but if if it, you do care if it reduces the value where you can't sell it for as much right and that's no. that's what people are thinking here i don't yeah. because i've already gotten my money out of it right so for me it's just all gravy so it doesn't really matter to me and then previous to me getting my money out of it i just wasn't at a point in my life that i cared enough about that like i it, it's just not on my radar again i don't know I just can't think that way. So it's hard sure. for me to kind of go down that yeah. path. That's just not the way I think, you know, I bought it, that money was gone. It's like buying a car to me, you know, in the same aspect of, you know, is there resale? Okay. There's resale in cars, but you know, did I go down to, did I ever look to say, okay, well, is this car have better resale than that car? No, I just bought the car and that was it. And I get what I get <laughs> when it's done. And you know, if it's worth nothing after then it's worth nothing. I got my use out of that. And I feel the same way you do, Damon, but I just, I know people personally that they look at things based on potential. And that's, that's where this discussion goes is into, you know, people talk about, well, I could have potentially made $200 instead of $150. And that's where it becomes maddening because they, they get very hung up on perceived loss, which but isn't, isn't yeah. <laughs> that. I mean, is there a lot of people like that? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's the overwhelming majority. No, I, I think we've said this many times on the show, right? There's there's D, there's casual DVC owners and power owners and, you know, there's I'd people love to that- see that breakdown. I, that, that's yeah. the survey that we need to get in the parks and in the lounge, right? You shouldn't be able to get chips until you answer the survey. Like, what, what sort of DVC <laughs> owner well, are you? Cause I'm very many- casual. I'm how a many casual people buy, how many people buy a contract without even looking into it? Like they, they just, they, you know, it's an impulse buy at the park, right? You don't even like research it. So, I mean, maybe I you'd have I no idea all that much, maybe a little bit, but see, I spent two months before I did anything. <laughs> same. Yeah. I, same thing here. I did a lot of research and I mean, and I did a lot of research by the way, and didn't even stumble on the fact that there was that resale was an option, right? So mm-hmm. like, I didn't even know it was an option until we started doing the show, honestly. So, uh, but, I don't even know what I was just going to say. I completely lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm sure there's a lot of people that just blindly buy DVC and, and, and don't really look into these things. And, and I doubt that, I, I mean, I don't know if they legally have to offer this up, but I doubt the, the, the DVC advisors are, you know, when they're selling Riviera to people are, are actively telling them, Hey, if you want to resell this someday, you, you can't, you can't, you know, that, that person can't use it anywhere else. I doubt they're saying that at all. I, w- I would assume that they're not. <laughs> it, it's, I, I doubt it too. It's funny. We have this, you know, not funny for the people that are in this neighborhood, but there's this neighborhood that, you know, that I live in and, and there's a house across the street and they're putting a street in to connect to this new, you know, other neighborhood. Right. And I knew about it because I asked and I was like, oh, okay, you know, well, what's that? Like, it looks like there's going to be something there. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, it's going to be a future street. And again, it's a, it's a street within the neighborhood. It's not like a major highway or anything. It's, you know, a little, you know, can't fit two cars down a street. But the people across the street from us who bought previously and did not, I don't think have a custom build. They bought a house that was already built. They did not know about it. Now, the realtor really should have said something. So now all of a sudden there's these like trucks coming down the street, like ripping out this forest to put a street in. And these people are like losing their mind. It's the same thing. Like don't ask and you're not going to know. Right. So I doubt that they're going out of their way to tell people. Oh, they're definitely not. Right. I have a good friend that's a DVC advisor. I should just ask her and see if she, uh, see if she's, if she's actively telling you, she might not want to tell me, but, <laughs> <laughs> but 
All right. Do you guys want to move on yeah. here? Yeah. Let's. Uh, we we still got lots more good questions to get through here, so we should probably. I think the show is just going to be all questions. Yeah. <laughs> right. <it might> <laughs> uh, well, Chrissy's. I, I think Chrissy's first question here that uh, this is a question that none of us can possibly answer, and I don't think anyone can answer. Right? Is is when do you see Disney doing large group events again, like Run Disney or Wine and Dine events or, or that no type idea. of thing? I mean, I, I, Chrissy, I, li- I wish we had an answer to that. I, I, I don't think any of us can really say that with certainty. I think it's right? got to be open for a little while first, yeah. and then we'll have a better understanding. Yeah, I get. I guess so. Let's let's just pie in the sky this because I, I'm sure in a month this will change anyway. Is that yeah? So let, let's assume that Disney's been open for two months. You know, you know, we get past July, we get into August, September. Things have been open to get into to interesting part of the year though. Yeah. So, so, so it's been open for a couple of months and and we're into that season where you would normally have food and wine and not so scary Halloween party. The, the thing is, is that it, it really does canceled already though. They are. And, and, and and I'm sure Disney did that purely because it's easier to set the expectation of, you know, say no up front and if they feel they can adjust it later they may do so but i i think that it'll probably go further that they're just going to write off the rest of this year and i would say the earliest you will see anything resembling a big group event probably won't be until flower and garden festival next year so like I'm thinking March is when you might start to see them doing more of those large group events, but it really depends on how things go here over the next couple of months with it being open. Sure. Because I think that the large group events are more costly to them. They can make more money, but only a capacity or near capacity numbers, right? Do you really rake in that money? I think all the planning and the timing and the people that go into those sort of things are kind of what, you know, it, it makes it tough to have a limited audience for them and still profit. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't put on even like not so scary Halloween party. They, they expect a certain amount of ticket sales and the fact that people are canceling, mean like sold out every time. Yeah. <laughs> pe- people are canceling tickets left, right and center. You know, that there's no way they're going to put on a party and have, you know, one tenth of the actual people show up that would normally go to those things. So, so for all the people currently, as we speak today, if you have reservations and don't have tickets, what does that mean right now? Any may not be to the going. park. Yeah. They, uh, they may have to cancel. Yeah. Cause I yeah. don't think you can still buy tickets yet for, I, I, I did see that they started offering packages for 2021, but I, st- I still don't think the so, ticket buying is open. Yeah. So for somebody like me, right, who doesn't have an annual pass, who in theory has, you know, hasn't canceled their November trip, but I don't have tickets. Why would I go now? Mm hmm. That's. Well, you kind of can at this point. So, <laughs> you know, you, what'd you say? You kind of can't at this point. <laughs> I mean, you can't buy your tickets, right? So, I mean, I could go to the parks and just do. I mean, excuse me, I could go to the resort and just do the resort, yeah, which yeah. is kind of my plan um, anyway, if that's what we were doing. But yeah, so that's just something I've had a lot of people kind of say stuff to me and I'm like, yeah, I don't think you can get tickets. Like friends that we go with, I think they were talking about getting tickets like two weeks ago. And I was like, I, I don't know if you can. Like, I don't, I mean, I guess you could still buy annual passes if you really wanted, right? Or no, can't even do that. I don't do think that. they're even offering new annual passes right now. I thought they were yeah. only yeah. offering renewals. Yeah. Yeah, I think you could still renew. And actually, I um, that's a, a dilemma that I actually have. 
right now because I, I don't know what I'm going to do about my annual passes, which have been extended. Initially, I was just going to take like the refund that they were doing uh, for the you know for the months that they were closed. But I, I'm kind of you know we we would like to try to go summer next year, but I, I don't know if I want to renew my annual pass or not because it would make sense to do. It would be cheaper than you know our typical eight days worth of tickets to renew. So I just, I, I don't know We're we're kind of at a, I mean, I don't have to make a decision for a couple months here, but I, I'm just kind of at a, at a, at a loss of what to do here. So again, it's, anyway, I, I, you know, we were what two weeks from them opening things up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Let, I mean, you know, what? we got to see how things play out. Yeah. This is the hard part right now is that we're, we're all sitting in this holding pattern and it's just purely speculation and you really do have to see what the parks look like when they're open. And I know I've been kind of half paying attention to the stuff going on at, at universal. And it definitely seems like they're, they're doing okay, but that's also not factoring in people coming or not large amounts of people coming from other places. Right. Yeah. Like the, the real tell is going to be not just the opening, but when people actually start traveling there again and whether or not it, uh, it gets to a point that people are go, well, uh, I really hope this isn't the case is that, you know, people are going home and then spreading the infection again. Like, yeah, yeah. that would be bad. Yeah. We should but. probably, we should probably, we should probably do the, uh, do the ad, uh, right now do, for, for, do we want to do, yeah. do that now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, we're, right. we're right there and I, I think we're going to move on to the next topic. Right. So, um, I, I hope that answers your question, uh, Chrissy. Unfortunately, the answer is we don't know. Uh, but I think Trevor's <laughs> got a good guess though. I mean, I, I think, I think we said this before on the show in previous episodes and as we're going all through this all together, I think everybody's just kind of taking it day by day, right? We don't, we don't really know what's, mm-hmm. what's going to happen tomorrow. And we, we don't really know what's going to happen next week and next month and, and next year. So at this point, I, and it stinks because I, you know, you got to plan these vacations so far ahead of time. But at the same time, it's like, we just don't, we just don't know, you know, no, none of us really know. Yeah. So at this point, I'm just, I'm not planning a vacation actively, which is weird because yeah, it's been years since I've done that. But yeah, it, it's just, you know, I'm waiting to see what happens and I'm waiting to see how things look over the next couple of months. I'm, I'm definitely not going in October now because there would be, there wouldn't be much of a point. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) See, I'm going to, I'm going to book a trip for when I think I can go just because, uh, you know, just because next year is the anniversary. And if, if things do get kind of back to normal next year, I I do think it's going to be, it's going to be tough to get a reservation, right? So with DV, especially with all these DVC points that are, you know, kind of backlogged here. So I am going to book something at 11 months, which I don't typically do. I know most people do that, but I, I don't typically do that. So I am going to book my home resort at 11 months, uh, for early June. So I'm actually probably going to do that in the next couple of days here. Just, you know, as a placeholder, if we, if we can go that week, if it, if it turns out that way, if not, we'll, you know, just cancel it and, uh, you know, but yeah, at least we'll have that reservation. That's the nice thing is that, yeah, you can, you can do that. And then that's kind of what we did as I looked at it and I went, well, you know, I can, I can rebook this again, you know, come October, November, I can book for the same time next year. And then, at that point, it or actually it'll be about this time next year as I'll be looking at it again, deciding whether or not it makes sense to go. Exactly, exactly. 
Wait, do you want to do the ad or do you want me yeah, to do the ad? Yeah, I'll do, I'll do the ad today. Okay. I think you did it last week, so I'll, I think I'll, I can, I'll give it a shot here. <laughs> Are you a frequent Disney visitor and want to save hundreds, even thousands on your next Disney trip? The DVC Rental Store wants to help you book your dream vacation for less. DVC members, great news for you too. Want to rent your points for some quick cash? DVC Rental Store wants to work with you and they are currently renting out points at a record pace. For years, the DVC Rental Store has been helping guests stay at Disney Deluxe Resorts at an affordable price, while also paying members the highest price for their points. Want to learn more? Go to dvcrentalstore.com or call 1-855-DVC-RENT. That's 1-855-382-7368. Let them know that Welcome Home sent you. Of course, we, we you need to let them know that you heard about them uh, from us. Uh, that way we can uh, continue our partnership with them. And uh, we know that uh, you guys got helped out by uh, one of our friends over there at uh, DVC Rental Store. So again, dvcrentalstore.com or one 855 DVC rent. I feel like I want to do ad libs behind, you know, Tom doing the ad. That's what I have to work on. (laughs) What you want to like say other stuff? (laughs) I want to like ad lib in there. Like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Get those points. You know, I thought about before I, this is really going to take people behind the scenes, but (laughs) I've considered writing these ads to where we, you know, do like one of those corny things like, Hey, Trevor, do you want to rent out your DVC points? You know what I mean? Like, where we like interact with each other. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea, Tom. Like, but I just feel like we're just not corny enough for that. I <laughs> wait. So w- when I went to go get a drink, what did I did I miss out on Chris's thing? By no, no, no. We, we, okay, Phew. we decided to do the ad. We, you wanted you're talking about Chrissy's second question. No, no, no. Chris's question after Chris's question. Oh, no, we're not that far yet. We haven't no, even gotten we're... to Chrissy's second question yet. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I'm hungry though, everybody. Okay, like, let, let's let's get into Chrissy's second question. So um, we kind of talked about this a little bit already, right? Yeah. Um, so, so the question is, is now that DVC direct sales have lost out on so much possible money, do you think that DVC will be limiting the blue card benefits? And yeah, we, we did kind of touch on that. Um, but this last yeah. line, blue card benefits versus white card benefits will be practically the same until there's a white card benefit lounge. They won't be right. <laughs> well, I mean, there's top of the world, but that's neither here nor there. That's that's not as good, right? Yeah, I and can uh, sorry, I don't remember. If you have a resale, can you book Moonlight Magic? No, no. Yeah, so that's that's that that's not a benefit that white cards get. Yeah. So yeah, but she was saying I mean, since that's canceled, well, was yeah. okay. Yeah, so, so that's fair. what they're trying to yeah. say. Essentially, with everything being canceled, aren't white card benefits and blue card benefits well, basically the same at the moment? Not canceled forever, though. No, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I guess that's the thing is that you know, f- from that point of view, yeah, everything's been canceled. So you know, blue card versus white card doesn't matter because zero plus zero is still zero. <laughs> That's one way to look at it. <laughs> That's just me being purely, you know. Yeah, but you're not in the lounge, are you? Hmm? I'm not in the lounge right now. No, I'm saying, but without the blue card, you're not in the lounge, are you? No. Okay. Yeah, so that's the yeah. biggest benefit for me. So they're never, though, they will never be the same until that lounge gets turned into an Ellen Shrine or something <laughs> like that. Actually, Are you just, eating as you're talking to us, David? Dude, ice. ice. Oh, you're eating. Yeah. You're eating your ice. Oh, Somebody yeah, else, okay. by the way, commented on the episode. They didn't know what chewy chewy ice was. So. And then someone tried to call it pellet ice, which I'm just 
I'm sorry, but that's not the official term. That may be, you know, the local term, but it's not the official term. I, I feel like you need to start another podcast where you just talk about ice. You just talk about your love of ice. Yeah, I could see that. It's funny. I'm driving everyone crazy in the house because, you know, again, it's not easy to clean either. And one of the things that you have to deal with with this is, you know, cleaning it every once in a while. I make everyone wash their hands before they take any ice out of it. I'm I'm limiting my cleaning time with this device as well. And I also use only bottled water for making the ice. Filtered. Yep. Water. I buy Sam's Club water and I use that. Oh. We have very hard water in the neighborhood. And I knew that it would be a problem with this machine if I was using this hard water. The ice might come out better, though, because, you know, hard water and minerals makes the ice even chewier. So I don't know. So I, I, there's I, a risk I, I have to, to take. Uh, I need to let you know that my wife was listening to that whole discussion between us. About and you're getting ice. one? Mm-hmm. And you're buying one? No, actually, <laughs> she, she looked it up, and it turns out what she calls it is hospital ice. <laughs> oh, wow. Somebody else mentioned that as well. Because um, she actually, when she was uh, a kid, she spent... Um, a very long amount of time in the hospital because uh, she she had to fight with cancer, and she learned to hate that ice. So, so uh-huh. she doesn't uh, she doesn't appreciate your your ice, Damon. Unfortunately, uh-huh. <laughs> it's okay. I'm not forcing any of my ice values on anybody, so that's all right. <laughs> we're get, we're gonna get like some we're gonna get some emails about you chewing ice on, <laughs> on the podcast. Um, yeah, well. I'm hungry. Right, so, the problem is they, they they make this over my dinner time. And when I look at it and we're an hour in, we had a discussion beforehand that was at least 20 minutes. Like, I'm hungry. I thought we would have been done by now. Just saying. Well, I'm hungry. With the whole podcast by now? Well, yeah. Maybe I, when we first started the podcast, we would have been done by now. We haven't <laughs> done a sub one hour episode in No, no, years. no. But we, we talked for like 20 minutes before we even got into the yeah, episode. That's true. Yeah, well, yeah. That's, I mean, that tends to be what we do yep. these days. So, all right, you wanted to talk about Chris's question, Damon? You don't want to miss that one? Well, I just didn't want to miss that one because I don't, I don't agree. All right, well, well, go ahead and read that one if that's one you want to focus on. Sure. Uh, Chris would like us to – I'm going to paraphrase because, again, I'm hungry and tired already. He wants us to revisit the discussion by where you want to stay because we discussed in a previous episode the philosophy wasn't the universally accepted idea for you three, obviously, of buying where you stay. There were a lot of thoughts about value and fairly high success rate of waitlisting at the seven-month mark. However, feel in this post-COVID world, things might be changing. They're certainly going to be changing for the next two, three years as bank points far supersede the inventory. And as a prospective buyer, I don't see the logic anymore in buying at Saratoga. Contract for the value if you don't want to stay there. That's always a knock on Saratoga. Oh, and also a discussion about never taking a screenshot with your camera sound on in the stall in the restroom at work. You'll get strange looks as you exit and the <laughs> reputation you can't shake. I don't know what that's about, but. <laughs> Wait, you okay. never, you never had, I, I mean, well, I've never done that. Home. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't tend to use stalls in bathrooms at work in general. So that's just me. But that being said, um, I still, you know, th- this is one that I don't care where I stay. It's Disney. Why do people care so much where they stay? I-, I don't understand that. I don't care where I stay. And I actually love Saratoga. It's a value and I actually like it. So 
you know, there's a lot of walking, there's a good gym, there's good pools, there's, you know, it is larger. So there's actually a little bit more to kind of see and do. Personally, I don't necessarily love the food, but my whole thing is why does it matter so much where you're putting your head down? I mean, there are definitely, um, you know, different things to do at different resorts. And and I could understand, you know, wanting to try some of those things, but I don't think any of those are necessarily something I would bank a trip on. And and listen, Wilderness Lodge doing the s'mores by the lake. That, I mean, that was cool. Like, I mean, as I have a picture of my daughter and it's, it's definitely a good family memory, but I don't think it's something that I book the trip going, Oh my goodness. I have to make sure I do, you know, the campfire s'mores by the lake, you know, they, I just don't understand what the, I just don't care enough. I'm sorry. Like, and again, this is my personal opinion. I could stay anywhere at Disney and it doesn't necessarily affect me all that much. Yes. I would love to stay everywhere, but that doesn't need, need me to be anywhere for the next two to three years. I think sometimes people think about, listen, and, and no, no vacation is a given going forward with anybody's lives, right? So I I get that, want to try different things, but I always look at it like, well, it it doesn't matter if it's two to three years, I still would take the value over having, you know, stay somewhere that I, you know, you're going to get bored of anything. Like Trevor, you love, you know, the Polynesian, but do you want to stay there every single time? Um, I mean, maybe you do. I don't know. I for, you know, for for the foreseeable future, yes. But I mean, let's have this conversation again in three or four years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even with new resorts, I don't necessarily care that much where I stay because I can go and eat there. I can always go through them. You know, again, what can I use the pool? I mean, the pools aren't. There is no pool in Disney that's better than the two water parks. So, yep. I don't care enough about I mean, where I'm staying, honestly, in terms of, you know, if I stayed at Saratoga, if you told me right now I had to stay at Saratoga for the next 20 years, uh, okay, I'm not going to cry about it. I'm still at Disney, right? So for me, I still take the value. I don't think this necessarily has changed my opinion, especially because we're in reality talking at two to three years max anyway where you might not be able to get where, you know, you want. And honestly, if you're that concerned about going somewhere else, rent out your points. Yeah. DVC rental. Right. And then go cash stay somewhere else. How's that? Look at trading with somebody else for points. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, in ways agree with you, Damon, where I don't, I'm not like, it's not going to ruin my trip. If I have to stay at a resort, I don't want to stay at. Right. Like it's, it's not going to ruin my trip. At the same time, I I like the variety of staying at a different place every time if I can because I but, feel like. But I'm it, only telling you, you can't stay somewhere different for three years. No, 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 and that's fine. Like I'm I'm totally fine with that. I I'm not you know saying it's it's that big of a deal to have to stay in the same place you know for the next couple of years if that's the case. Uh, but you know at the same time, if I book eleven months out, you know at my home resort, then yeah, sure that that's fine. Uh, you know I can I can stay there, but. I, I was just going to say, I guess the question really pins on if you had to buy resale right now, right? Yeah. Buy where you want to stay or do you buy wherever? Or do you buy value, right? So it's it's money versus where you think you want to stay for the perceived next three years. And again, we don't know what's going to happen, you know, with future Disney points. But as more resorts open, it becomes easier to go to different resorts, right? 
Yeah. yeah. In theory. In so, theory. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about the next two to three years. I, I still think I take the value. Like, so what would you do? You got to buy resale right now. And where would you want, if you had to stay somewhere, where is your best resort that you would want? Forget money aside, where would you want to buy resale at? Um, I'd want to buy Copper Creek. Okay. Now, if so would you want to buy Copper Creek at $40 more a point over Saratoga? Um, you 50? know, probably, I mean, I, it is a resales is about the value to me, right? So I, I, I do like that. And I, I think I'm going to wait for a while until Copper Creek comes down to a lower level in order and in, in, to buy it, right? So I, I don't know if that'll ever get to Saratoga levels. Probably not. No, but once never. it gets well, close, it's not going to just because of the time frame. Yeah. The, the end date. No. Like, if it were today and I was just strictly going for value, I'd, I'd probably go Saratoga. But then again, I did just buy an Animal Kingdom contract. So, you know, I, I that's not necessarily for value. We just like staying in Animal Kingdom. So, and that and it, I got a reasonable deal on it. So, that's why I did it. Yeah, I'm all about the value. Yeah, and you see, I'm, I'm on the other side of that where, you know, if, if you ask me about buying another contract, I would probably buy another poly contract because it, it it's for me it's not just you know the resort itself but also the fact that it's on the monorail loop to magic kingdom and you know, how, kind of like how you love epcot i love magic kingdom let's say in five years that changed and you know magic kingdom was no longer my favorite resort and i now loved hollywood studios would i give up my current contracts to go stay somewhere else closer to Hollywood studios. No, I wouldn't. Do you ever, Tom, Tom is going to love this ice chewing. I know that (laughs) it's going to mess up his whole, his whole night. Well, but I can't, I can't fix this, right? That, that's that's what's, uh, yeah, that's true. If you're going to talk while you're doing it, I can't fix it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure somebody's going to complain. I'm sure. But, but so, so here's the thing. Do you ever truly change the park you like the best? Hmm, I don't know. As in, like, has it so, evolved over the years? Like, you, the well, park well, you like better than the one before? Yeah, so... You know, the interesting part is, you know, forget about new parks opening because that throws a whole monkey wrench in. But I think I've always liked Epcot the best from start. I don't think that's changed. That's a good question. I don't know, Trevor. Do you, do you have a thought on that? I, well, I'm, I'm formulating my opinion right now. <laughs> hmm. I, I will say at, at various points, yeah, at various points, I have had a stronger desire to go to one park over another on a particular trip, but we've always defaulted back to magic kingdom as you know when when we ask ourselves the question well you know where do you want to go let's just go to magic kingdom it like it's it's that's that. funny yeah and i would say epcot yeah. right that would be my thing like <clears throat> if i have a day to burn or i just have some free time i'm going to epcot what about you tom animal kingdom I've, I mean, I've said this before. I, I, I you know, Animal Kingdom's probably my favorite park. I, I would love to. I like popping in there. I, I like just looking at the animals. I, I, I think it's easy to do. But, it, you know, it's interesting you say that, though, Damon. I, I think it's different for me because I, I would say my favorite park is Animal Kingdom. But as far as a park that I would like to just pop into, I think Epcot or Magic Kingdom falls into that category because I feel like. I, I would just Epcot's fun to just pop into at night and wander around the you know the World Showcase or, and you know and and that whole area I I think and and Magic Kingdom again at night is is very cool uh, it's it's you know all the lights and the and the nighttime shows and just the kind of ambiance is, is it tough that I don't really love Magic Kingdom like that would be the park I'd go to no, the least that's okay. no that's 
That's totally fair. And I guess let's, let's strip that back a little bit. So not even talking about the shows or, you know, time of day or whatever of all the parks, which one could you just go stand in and be happy? Like you don't have to be doing anything. You could just stand there. Epcot's that love food. I mean, the thing is just smelling the food. And I could go stand in Adventureland and in Magic Kingdom and I could just be there. Like that's you all know, I need. <laughs> the only problem I have with Epcot is I think I've seen the most jerky behavior in Epcot of all the parks. Yeah, that's probably true. Well, they they have the most amount of alcohol. <laughs> yeah, that's <is> true. <laughs> well, that's I mean, but that's also yeah. You're probably right about that. That's probably the reason why, right? And there's a whole challenge built around drinking as much alcohol as you can. So, yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's fair, Damon. That's a good point. Oh my goodness, we got news? <laughs> Man, there's news. We're, we're done. not done? We're not wrapping this up? Trevor, wrap it up. We're seven. We're barely starting. We, I mean, oh my goodness. I, I'm, I'm eating at an hour 30. You guys are on your own after 23 <laughs> more minutes of this. All right. Well, is there anything in our list of things that we have on here that you want to talk about before we before you uh, leave no. us? <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> I don't have to look. Um, Listen, I put this Riviera thing in here for you because you were talking about wanting to buy direct from Disney, and and this is a you know this yeah, is this is a I, good price right now. There's a, this is a pretty decent promo that they got running right. Well, now. I mean, you have to talk DVC news, so go ahead. Uh, all right, all right. So so DVC is offering a, a forty uh, up to forty dollars per point discount at uh, Riviera Copper Creek, uh, Alani, and Alani. So Alani's still for sale and has been forever. So. Uh, and, and, uh, Copper Creek is still for sale, but, uh, it is at the 220 price point. Uh, so essentially discounts increase with the number of points that are purchased. So 10, 100 to 124 points, $5 discount per point, 25, to, uh, 125 to 149 is $15, 150 to 199, 25, uh, 200 to 299 is 35. And then the highest, uh, over 300 is $40 discount. So if you buy direct, you can get, you know, a pretty good, pretty good price, pretty good incentive on this. Uh, and these incentives are good until September 16th. Uh, so, you know, they could end them early. They could extend them depending on how they go. But, you know, like we talked about before, this is obviously uh, a reason, you know, to they're, they're trying to push people, obviously, to buy these points and to buy direct right now. Uh, I, I, I'm sure they see what's going on in the resale market just because they, they know uh, how many of those contracts come in for a right of first refusal, right? So uh, I, I'm sure they're wanting to push more people to buy direct, right? And, and as the parks reopen, they're going to have more DVC advisors out there, you know, and probably in the parks and in the resorts again. So they'll probably be able to start selling again sometime soon here, uh, you know, at, at the even at the center at Saratoga Springs. So um, I, I just think it's important to talk about that. You know, it's it's a, it's a good promotion that's out there. So if you're looking to buy direct, which, you know, Damon, at one point you were talking about buying direct at Riviera. So, you know, this was for you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I have this, this, this dream of this Epcot resort. I mean, if there's going to be no haunted river country, you know, this Epcot resort is probably second best for me. It's really what it's going to have to be, right? Yeah. It's your only choice. What's it going to be called? What? The Epcot Resort, yeah, that that we don't even know if it's is, is it's even a real happening. thing. It's in, it's in Rumorville. That was what, a rumor what, that we reported, like that we talked about, like I feel like a year and a half ago. Oh yeah, <laughs> like it's been a what, long. What time. would you call it? I don't know. What what if it was? What it would it be on, themed like? Well, that's it depends Ooh. on how they theme it, right? There's there's a lot of things. Ooh, they is could it theme themed it. like space? You could theme it like space. You could theme it like the future. Go, ahead, Trevor. 
I'm I'm trying to figure out how to work Ellen's energy adventure. (laughs) Dinosaurs. It's themed like dinosaurs. There you go. With 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 Jeopardy buzzers at dinner. Oh, a Jeopardy a Jeopardy show at dinner every dinner. They'd have a restaurant that just puts on a Jeopardy show. See, (laughs) and and the Ellen animatronic at the somewhere room talking to stupid stupid Judy's there. Yeah, (laughs) Bill Nye. Damon, I don't know if you know this, but uh, you know, in 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 the mouse quiz thing, uh, you know the trivia that chat that our buddy Chad does a couple weeks ago, he did a he did an homage to you. He put a question in about about uh, uh, Ellen's energy adventure, and a lot of people got it wrong. What was the question? I think it was something like uh, who who does Ellen go up against in Jeopardy? And one of the answers was Bill Nye, and I think the majority of people picked Bill Nye. Uh, well, that's for- just silly. I uh, obviously, I mean, obviously that's just silly. How do you get that wrong? I mean, this, you know, stupid duty, right? So uh, (laughs) what if you, what if you did, uh, what if, what if they did a resort where, okay, but I guess they couldn't do this at the entrance of Epcot, right? If So so this is, this is what I'm going to tell you. I think it's going to be, it's going to be like a, some sort of European castle-y sort of thing. That's what I feel like it's actually going to be. Well, I, I was going to say, if you did it by the World Showcase, it would be cool. What if you did like a hotel that was like had sections themed to the different countries of, around the World Showcase? I mean, th- that's very pipe dreamy, right? Like, so if yeah. I'm like just on a regular old what I think it's going to be, I think it's going to have a very European um, flair to it, is my take. I mean, didn't they just do that with Riviera, though? I mean, isn't that kind of what Riviera is? Yeah. No. Well, it's Mediterranean. It's yeah, that's the, yeah. So I, I'm going to say this is going to be like German castle-y sort of thing. I feel like they'd have to go like futury, right? Like if you're going to put it in the beginning, it's got to be like you know, like future world themed or something. No, well, like that. C- but the, the new retake on future world though is more yeah nature, it's more future proof, right? Yeah. <laughs> wow. More, more, more oriented to like, uh, like you said, like nature, right? Yeah. Go ahead, Trevor. What else are you going to say? I'm sorry. Nature, I'm well, I'm, again, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm working this out in my head. It's like, well, cause you, you couldn't do like a, a German castle kind of thing. It just wouldn't fit future. You're thinking of like nineties future world. That doesn't fit. It would have to be a, a revised futuristic hotel, which I guess they could do. And, and, and maybe like expanding on pavilions like the land and the living seas, somehow connecting those together into a hotel where it's, you know, entirely green energy and I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot you could do. It's, it's tough. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of different things they could come up with for this. Right. But I, I like that we're just speculating completely on something that's not only not announced, but not even confirmed that it's a thing. And, and not even actually <laughs> relevant to what we initially started talking about. I mean, what if you, what, if, <laughs> what, what did we even start talking about? We, oh, were, we were talking, talking about, about Riviera. Riviera discount points, which obviously I, I, I think maybe we should move on because yeah. none of us are that concerned about it (laughs) yeah because none of us are going to buy riviera points but a listener might be interested so you never know right 
So let's. Uh, I wanted to just do a follow up item here because we. Th- this has been kind of an ongoing saga. We talked last week about or last episode. I would say last week, like it was just last week, but it was two weeks ago. Uh, we talked about how Jumbo House was not going to be reopening with the rest of uh, of uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge. But it turns out now that it is going to be opening on July 10th, but it's only going to be reopening to DVC members, which I think is interesting. Uh, I I guess they kind of... I don't want to say they have to open it for DVC members, but it makes sense that they're opening it for DVC members only so so they can actually use their points there. there. I don't know. There may be enough demand where if if enough people were saying, I want to stay at Jumbo House, they, they can't ignore that. And I guess if they have enough staff there, the concern, I think when we talked about it on the last episode, we were saying that they would need enough people to run the entire building, right? So, yeah. so there's a, there's a concern of staff, but I guess if they're only opening up the DVC space, they only need a fraction of the, the staff that they would need to run the entire jumble house. Which is a pretty, I mean, the, the DVC section is a pretty small part of, of, of jumble house. You just, you can't eat over there though, huh? Well, yeah, that's the thing. You gotta expect no no amenities. Although it's funny because that's usually the complaint about Kidani is that there's no restaurant, there's no quick service over there. But yeah, it seems like everything's gonna be closed. Mm. Yeah, which kind of makes it a little bit challenging, right? So there's no, you have to go over to the, you either have to take the shuttle. Have you made that walk before? That walk stinks. It's it's a further walk than they, you know. I mean, that's why they have a shuttle, right? But you don't yeah. want to always wait for the shuttle. But it, it's way further than you think it is. Yeah, right? I've made it a few times, and I'm like, oh, stupid. Because again, you know, I don't love the food there, so sometimes I'll be like, oh man, I'm gonna go to the other place. Just, I do yeah. have to say, the quick service in Jamba House is pretty good. We had some really good food there last time. Yeah, it's all right. I, I liked it. I mean, I, you know, I, I like I like bad food, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> They had a pretty, you know, pretty great, uh, you know, fried chicken sandwich there that I was really digging. I so. don't, I don't necessarily know if I would categorize you as um, a foodie per se. So I, I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you slide on that. <laughs> I don't know what the, I, I don't know if I should take that to, you know, I like food. I, you know, I, I just like. If you should take it what as a knocko, one hundred percent. I mean, I, I like to. <laughs> exactly how I meant it. Listen, I like to slum it every once in a while and eat some, you know, you know, just fast food and bad stuff but you know i like See, food. so that's interesting so i haven't had fast food outside of having to eat fast food when we're driving somewhere for vacation in probably close to six seven years oh wow yeah hmm. I, mean, I mean like when you're on vacation you almost have to right if you're driving on the highway it's not like you're pulling off and you know but we usually do Chick-fil-A, which is, you know, the classy of fast food. <laughs> the classier fast food. <laughs> the not as fast food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's that's funny. I you know, I, I don't know, you know, I like to I like to get some, you know, nasty pizza sometimes, you know. I don't I don't need to But like and grab yeah, a little like, We don't pie. do Domino's or anything like that. I mean, I guess they can't be a sponsor now. Sorry, Domino's, but like we don't, <laughs> don't do that. Bad. I got. Oh, I got to make a phone call now, Damon. I, you know. <laughs> they were they were itching to be a sponsor of this show. You know, you know the the, the Noid. You remember the Noid? Oh, the Noid. You what? just hit a '90s button for me yeah. playing that Nintendo game that they made. Oh, terrible. Wait, who was that anyway? Was that Domino's or Pizza Hut? That was Domino's. Okay. That did what? What was what did Noid? Oh yeah, the, the Noid. Yeah, but I thought you, the game was called Yo Noid. Yeah. 
and it was on Nintendo, and I, I played did not it. Purchased that because I was smarter than Trevor, I guess. I I, I rented it. I didn't purchase it. I you went, say, okay, I you still wasted money on it, yeah, Trevor. I spent five dollars on it, and, <laughs> and it, was it wasn't worst, worth it. It was the worst weekend ever, and I couldn't go get another game. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm gonna ridiculous. lay on the couch with my therapist and talk about this for. Well, I bought <laughs> ET though, so there you go. Oh yeah, for I still have one of the worst games ever. Right? Yeah, that game's awful, but I. I had ET when it came out on the Atari. Yeah. Wow, we're just uh, we're just really alienating anybody under thirty that watch uh, that listens listens to us. <laughs> yeah, my, my kid doesn't understand what the Atari is. It's sad. You should make him play it. Don't you? Do you have an Atari line around? Maybe the next time he gets grounded. Wait, can't you buy like one of those Atari consoles now? Like the in the, a joystick? The has- yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. they're not as good. It's emulate. It's not. It's not the same. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I best game was River Raid anyway. <laughs> we are way off track now. I, I would argue Jungle Hunt, but okay. Ooh, but you know what the problem with Jungle Hunt was? <laughs> Is Jungle Hunt was such a sham of the arcade Jungle Hunt, while River Raid had no it, letdown factor to it. Okay, a- everything on the 2600 was a no, River Raid. <laughs> no, because River Raid had game. nothing else for you to compare it to. So it was inherently a good game. And there was no like, oh, but it was better when you know in the arcade. There wasn't any of that, which made that game a supreme win. That's mm-hmm. just, you know how I feel about it. That was that was my jam. I love River Raid. Okay, fair enough. Well, this is this has really gotten off the rails. Uh, so are you you brought up video games. That's my other crutch. So yeah, you guys, you two should just start a separate video game podcast without retro me. This is <laughs> retro video game. <laughs> There you go. Podcast idea. My, my, you know, podcasts are hard, by the way, for anyone that didn't know. <laughs> this is no, hard, I, what we're doing right I, now. I think people <laughs> think it's really easy, but it's hard. Like, if, if you want to have, like, 50 listeners, like, oh, podcasts are really easy, right? Like, they're, if you want to talk to yourself, podcasts are really easy. Yeah. Um, outside of that, they're they're kind of hard. It's true. Yeah, it's, it's true. Yeah, we're, we're lucky that have, um, like I said, have many I'm, people this, as, as we do listening to this. Yeah. Oh. Th- this whole Netflix thing is like, I, I love doing that podcast, but like my feelings get hurt every time I'm like, oh, we got 150 listeners last episode. Yay. We were excited <laughs> when that happened when we started this, though. So. Yeah. Do you remember, yeah, do you remember how excited we got when we hit 100 listeners with this show? Yeah. We were super psyched. Yeah. And now it's, you know, like, if we don't have a certain amount of thousand, it, uh, it <laughs> it's funny how the math changes on that. Yes, that's true. Honestly, it still blows me away that we have as many listeners as we do. Cause that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it, I, I agree with you, Trevor. I, I don't, I don't know why anyone listens to us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, what else do you guys want to talk about here? I, I, you know, I, I just put a little something in here about, you know, Imagineering has, has been talking about a lot of people are concerned about uh, some of the projects getting stopped, but it looks like, you know, the things that were really far along, like Avengers Campus and, and Tron are, are I'm continuing so to move on here. What's that? I'm so excited for Tron. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm so excited for everything that's coming, even though, you know, I, no, I, I think that's one that I know. That's probably one that I'm most excited for because it, it hits on a lot of, uh, Things that I enjoy, but how are we not going to talk about Garden Grill and totally disrespect Trevor? <laughs> well, I I, I kind of want to talk about I I really want to talk about this no virtual queue thing. Oh, I think this is interesting. Gosh, we t- we talked about this like uh, you know weeks ago, 
Well, and I also okay. Ahead, well, sorry. this is this is around the reopening. So so or okay. Wow. Well, do I we actually, need to say anything else about Tron? And no, it's just going to be awesome. There's not too much to talk about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, probably not. We we. I mean, you know, we. I, the interesting thing, though, I find is we have heard nothing about Space Two Twenty and nothing about a Ratatouille ride at all. So, well, Ratatouille is. I feel that's done. in the same boat as yeah the other ones. It's it's you know pretty close to done, and I'm sure you'll probably hear about it. I'm predicting September is when you'll hear about Ratatouille. Wow, look! I like all the bold predictions you're making today, Trevor. I, I, you know, I, I might as blind. well because <laughs> there's nothing else to do. <laughs> well, plus it doesn't matter if we're wrong, wrong, right? Like no one cares if we're right or wrong. On this this is going to change in two weeks, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, no, I, it's I, I, Ratatouille seemed like it was almost completely done, and they could have continued working on that whole thing without anybody even knowing. You know, everybody's they got people taking pictures from helicopters of the construction progress, but you know, all the stuff for Ratatouille's on the inside, pretty much, and yeah, you know, exactly. some of the stuff around the France Pavilion. But they could have been working on that; we wouldn't even know it. So. Who knows when that's going to open? And Space 220, who knows if that's ever going to open because it's been delayed forever. I think it still says on the website it's going to open in the wintertime. They might be right. It might be winter 2020 when it finally opens mm-hmm. instead yeah. of winter 2019. So Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, but um, you know, so the resorts are opening kind of in a phase fashion. Uh, so I, I have that on here. We're going to talk about virtual keys in a sec. I realized that uh, I had the wrong header on this one. But um, it looks like they're opening in a phased uh, way. So July 10th, uh, Jumbo House is opening. Like we talked about, Pop Century, Contemporary, those are all opening. Uh, Caribbean Beach is opening the 29th. Uh, the 12th, uh, Polynesian's opening, Art of Animation. August 24th, Yacht Beach Club are opening. Uh, the 21st of September, Wait. Grand Floridian. Go ahead, Trevor. Hold on. I, I thought that some of the resorts were already open, though. Or is the, this the, just... The, the resorts are open. These are the regular resorts. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. only the DVC resorts opened. Uh, the the regular resorts have not opened yet. Okay, that's well. I was wondering why Polynesian was on here, but what you're talking about is the non DVC yes. rooms, oh, the regular part. Got it. Okay, the so, the non DVC. So, so yeah, you, you should have said <laughs> Disney World non DVC. Okay, why would fair. for those you know? I I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All the ones you don't care about. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the only ones that so far uh, have not been said anything about are All Stars, uh, Port Orleans, both French Quarter and Riverside, uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge, uh, Jumbo House, the non DVC portion. There, we we don't know when that's going to open, and then Wilderness Lodge has been there has been nothing about that either. So, so you know, I think they're just we talked about this before. I think they're just waiting for more demand, right? There's no reason to open some of these gigantic resorts when they don't have a demand, and and not only not have demand, but can't even let people in the parks, right? So. They're, they're and, restricted by the amount of people they can let. And, and this is what I've been saying about, you know, Disney needs to feel this out. They, we, we really need to see how these next couple of weeks go before they make any decisions. And, and yeah, it will very much hinge on if people actually come and how people behave in the resorts and at the parks when the parks open up. Um, and yeah, I, I think what you'll probably see is that over the next couple of months here, it'll be either Disney will like they'll, they'll probably hit a point in the month where they'll, they'll assess it and go, are we good with opening the next phase? And if they say, yep, then you'll see an announcement where they say, yep, you know, next or these resorts are now open or we're now allowing more people back in. Um, but I think they're, they're kind of keeping their cards close to their chest because 
if they find that in a month or two months that things aren't going the way that they expect, they may just push it off. It like, it, it may not be until uh, like, I, I see the dates on here go as far out as October for opening some of these resorts. I think you could get possibly into December or January before you see things like all stars opening up. Yeah. Unless, unless the situation drastically changes, right? We, we don't know. Uh, things can change. So. Yeah. And I mean, this happened the last time they had a, a major downturn in tourism, which, you know, they, they kept, they had some resorts that were closed. I mean, it's, it was a thing that happened. So I, this could continue. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I do find it really interesting. I, I think we talked, remember, uh, several podcasts ago about the virtual queues, thinking that they were going to do virtual queues for everything. It doesn't seem like that's going to be the case now. Uh, it seems like they're saying that there's not going to be virtual queues and, uh, basically they're just going to be standby. Which I guess if, if you think about it, as long as they have the right policies in place, yeah, I, that's okay. Because uh, like we had talked about on the previous podcast is if they take, if they go to virtual queues, then that means that you just have people elsewhere in the parks and they're still going to end up. I guess what's worse is that if, if they plan for virtual queues, you just get people balling up in places because they'll go to. They'll go to the the stores. They'll go to to a, a restaurant or a quick service, and I think that's way harder to manage than saying, "Yeah, you know, if everybody's in a line, they can have people stationed in the line, enforcing distancing and keeping people managed a lot better." So, as much as we don't like queuing, the advantage of queuing is that it is a very clear line for social distancing. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's exactly right. And, and, you know, this could change, right? So it could be, and by the way, I'm going to classify this as rumor. This is, hasn't been confirmed by Disney. So we're going to throw this as rumor, but from right, from right now, Disney hasn't announced anything about a virtual queue. And even for rise of the resistance, there's going to be no virtual queue. Apparently. Well, I, so that, I don't think there's going to be enough people to yeah, require what they were doing before. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it, it makes sense. But now, well, now, now, Damon, we're we're going to talk about Garden Grill. Are you excited now? I, this, I'm excited. Back at- I'm so hungry. <laughs> this is making <laughs> you too. hungry. Yeah, I'm just so hungry. I'm tired and hungry. <laughs> we're almost done. We're almost done. We're almost done here. Okay, so I, Trevor, why don't you take the, this? The problem is, I want to talk about PhotoPass. Otherwise, I already would have left. You want to talk about PhotoPass? Okay, well, okay, we, otherwise, I would have left. Well, already. I want to talk about Garden Grill first. Since, uh, no, I'm since giving you Garden Grill. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you take Garden Grill since you're the Garden Grill super fan, and then we'll get to the PhotoPass. So, yeah, th- so what they announced was that Garden Grill is going to be reopening with a modified character dining experience. This, Yay. yeah, I mean, th- this basically means that the, the characters won't be coming to your table. Uh, you won't be getting pictures or, you know, getting hugs from them or anything, which sucks. But at the same time, it's something and, it, and it's a good start, I think. And I think that's a good for me. That's a good restaurant to start with because I like the food there. My or myself and my family all really enjoy the food there and really enjoy the experience. E- even outside of the the character interactions, it's it's still one of the reasons that I go to Epcot and if I was to change, I guess the, my favorite park, this would definitely be a deciding factor in why I would like Epcot Damon. <laughs> I feel like this is so bad that I haven't been there. Really? It's I, I like it. It's I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm, I'm looking up the menu right now. It's a, um, so you, you don't get a traditional, like pick what you want kind of thing. They, they give you, they bring you out a, 
like a, um, it's a family. Thing. It's basically a skillet full of a bunch of different things. And I guess for you, because you don't, um, like you said, you don't eat a lot of meat and whatnot. It's pro- I just don't eat beef, so that yeah. would be a problem if they you know busted out beef. Well, they, they do they do a uh, um, a roast beef, but they also have turkey and I mean the vegetables. Wait, is it always the same? Uh, yeah. well, it, yeah. whenever we've gone for lunch, yeah, it is, but I, I know they have a breakfast offering and I don't know if dinner's any different than the lunch. But like, so do you get like, I'm looking at this now, it says a harvest inspired green, uh, garden salad, grilled beef with, uh, chimichurri and all natural sliced turkey with gravy. You get all of them? Yes. So yeah, you- see that, that's a problem for me because I'm not doing the grilled beef and then I feel like I'm wasting money. That's probably why I've never done it. But it's, you can it's tell like family them, style though. It's when, family when they style. when they bring it out, you can tell them, "I don't want beef. Give me more turkey, or give me, like they'll, they'll just bring you whatever you want. If you want more okay. of a particular thing, they'll just bring it to you. It's not that that it's like it's not served to you on a plate. They just bring out portions I, I, of it. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna? I think maybe I'm gonna make. I'm gonna go like vegetarian one Disney trip. See how do you that like works all out? of like the uh, plant based meats and all that. I don't even know if I need the plant based meats. I think I'm just gonna go vegetarian i've been i've been talking about that i said if i had a personal chef i I would i think i would be vegetarian already yeah i guess you could see how that goes because i'm sure a lot of the places would be pretty receptive the problem is the the general's chicken would be would be missing that would be a problem Hmm. i mean you could get a fake version of that right you can get a you could do like a general's uh, cauliflower they have that at Disney? I'm talking about at Disney. Oh, I don't know if they have that at Disney. Yeah. No, I'm talking I, about I, Disney. So I did do, they have, um, I want to say Sam's Club has a buffalo cauliflower, like a breaded cauliflower, like kind of what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It was just okay. Not not great. No. The problem with frozen stuff is it has to be fresh. If you're going vegetarian, you got to go fresh. Yeah. This is how I feel about all cauliflower, though, is it's just not great. I love cauliflower. Oh, cauliflower is great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, if I'm going to eat something that looks like that, uh, give me broccoli any day. I'll, I'll take broccoli. I like broccoli, too. I don't do mushrooms, though. Again, well, do my, my, my biggest problem is no beef, no mushrooms, no seafood. And that takes out a lot of dishes. <laughs> it's that, it's really tough to be a vegetarian if you don't like mushrooms. They put mushrooms in all the vegetarian stuff. Yeah, that would be a problem for me. See, I, I love mushrooms on my pizza, and I eat sushi all the time, so you... You and I would not be able to go out for dinner together, Damon. <laughs> and, and here's the other thing. To be honest with you, I don't even like when people order fish if I'm eating with them. Really? It, like, ruins my food experience. Because hmm. you don't like Because like, I hate smell? fish that much. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, like, mushrooms, if you're eating mushrooms next to me, that's fine. But, like, if you're eating fish while we're eating dinner... I, I'm not like I'm not super happy about that. See, I, I go full on tuna sashimi on a regular basis. So, oh, but I don't wow. think that's like non like that's not cooked, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. See, not cooked fish, I don't think is as bad. Cooked fish for me, you just don't want the smell. Yeah, and, and it messes with my dinner. That's fair. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> well, but, listen, I'm I'm glad the Garden, the Garden Grill. Grill's reopening, and uh, <laughs> yeah. Garden I think Grill. I think it's good. I, I well, here's my question though. Okay, this this is the question. Really, you pay a lot for those dining experiences with the characters, and and you pay for them. You know, mostly not for the food, but you pay for them for the experience with the characters. Does this does this make it so that you don't really want to dine there because you're not getting the same character? Who's got like a 1990s phone ringing? You can hear that. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah, me. It's Trevor. Zach Morris called and he wants his phone back. Like, what, what, what happened back there? Is that a house phone? Yes, yeah. that's, that's our Is house Is that a phone. landline phone? Yes, we have a landline. <laughs> and it's so that we can hear it from outside, usually. <laughs> we are way off. To, I, we need to get Damon out of here because he's starting to lose his mind. He's too hungry at this point. Well, can we talk about PhotoPass services? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I read it, though, and I don't even know what I want to talk about anymore. You, well, you read it? Okay, so, well, essentially, PhotoPass photographers won't be able to take pictures using guest phones, tablets, or other devices. They're going to p- clean the props a bunch. Uh, and let's see, what else did they say here? Uh, they, you got to make sure that, you know, obviously, they scan your magic band beforehand. So, I, d- I mean, does this bother you? Is this, is this a bo- you know, because... No, I don't think it bothers me. I think people are going to be upset by it, though. I, I, oh, I, so I get PhotoPass, so I don't care. Yeah. Would, would you say, Damon? I said I get PhotoPass, so I don't care, right? It doesn't affect me. But it's going to affect a lot of people that don't necessarily get the package, right? That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. I guess. I guess you're right because we get we either buy a photo pass or we get it when we get an annual pass. And I've never, I've never handed my phone or camera to uh, any photo pass person. I've never done that. Oh, well, that's not true. Well, you know what it is actually for me. I, I don't think I do because I just take the picture myself. I don't need to be in pictures. Actually, no, hold on. Sorry, I should back that up. I never handed my, my, like a, a picture camera. I have handed my camcorder to them before. So that's camcorder. Nice. That's a bit of an annoyance. That, that, goes, that goes along with the landline. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> when you said camcorder, I'm just imagining like a VHS. Uh, VHS like what, right. Yeah, the, one of the, 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 the big ones. I actually, <laughs> we, we had one of those at one point. And yes, you know, the, the shoulder cannon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember. I had one too. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, I, I I see where this could be a problem, especially if you want to get yeah, you know, people thinking about they want to get um, a picture. I, I guess that that's where maybe there's a further discussion here about PhotoPass is one thing, but if you could get somebody to capture video as well, because I guess that's the thing that I care about is that some of those interactions, I like recording the video but i also would like to be in the video occasionally and not just be the guy behind the camera ah yeah see i don't ever need to be in video or anything like that i feel like my family is probably less um what's a good word for this like they're not going to go back and watch them again or look at those pictures again but i will so it's more for me so if i'm not in it i don't really care if that makes sense no that's fair um yeah i mean everyone has their their different preferences for that so i i guess i i see where it's definitely going to annoy people but considering the certain the, or considering the current situation i can't imagine anybody that would fight for this is really like this is not the hill to die on <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> Uh, well, this kind of brings back to the, uh, to the, the photo pass boxes, right? Remember the photo pass mm-hmm. boxes that everyone hated? Uh, you know, but that doesn't is, help you because it's not it like they're giving them to you. you for free. No, but now, you also, you know, if you had a, a, a Bluetooth way to uh, you know, get them for free, that would be a different, different story. You, well, you, you can put your phone on top of the photo pass box and set a timer <laughs> yeah, on it. Yeah. You have one of those pop sockets on the back, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Perfect. That's, that's perfect. <laughs> there i All found right. a solution <laughs> there you go you figured it out you figured it out all right 
Well, there was one last thing I think we had on here. Goodness gracious. Which has been, you guys talked about this all the time. Nothing's changed. (laughs) Yet he's not getting fixed. Done. I've already talked. (laughs) We're good. No, I think it's it's interesting what he talks about. Uh, talks he out said about the it. same thing. It's he, not like if you're following this, you don't know this yet. I, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> if you listen to our podcast, you you don't have to ha- rehash this discussion because we've already had it. Essentially, Joe Rody was doing a doing a discussion on Twitter, and he mentioned that essentially that the Yeti's broken because of for the hundred million time an unforeseen set of issues with no easy or timely solution for the hundredth million time. Well, but yeah, there was a big argument though when the parks first closed for like when there was only going to be two weeks that because people people, like, did, people in the not know. Well, yeah, and, they, and they were like, oh, you can fix it over those two weeks. And it's like, no, it's not that simple. The, the, right? Even, even in five months, it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I think the only thing that's changed in here is that I know Joe said for a long time that he was committed to fixing it. But I think this answer to me sounds like he did some initial investigative work and found that there was something else there that he hadn't considered. And it's more complex than what he initially said. Or what he initially thought. And so he's basically just saying, don't expect anything anytime soon with it. I I think I think that's that's a good a good way to think about it. But you're right, Damon. Not not exactly new news, but it's it's interesting when Joe Brody talks out about this stuff, you know. For some of us it is. For some <laughs> of us, yes. I found it interesting, thank you. <laughs> but Anyway, all right. Well, let's wrap it up. So, so we could go get some food, and uh, da- you know, David can uh, go. I, I don't know. It's too early to go to, early to go sleep, though, Damon. Right? You, just, seven o'clock. You figure by the time I finish eating, right? That's yeah. figure we get to like seven forty-five. Dude, I might wrap it up. Well, I got a shower. My wife had to cut my hair today, so. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even been. Like I said, I won't go out for any haircuts or anything like that. So. My wife I did get a haircut hair. a month or so ago. It looks a lot better. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily need a haircut. My my haircut's extremely easy. That the whole top has been cut to the same length, right? And the sides are just a one. So it's not that hard to kind of deal with it. I just needed the sides cut to a one again. And I was, you know, annoying her the whole time, telling her, please do not do not mess up the top of my hair. I'll be really, really upset. I'll be really <laughs> upset. So that, that's I thought that's about getting my wife to do it, but I knew she wouldn't do my hair. I, you know, I, I thought also just about shaving my head because I'm losing my hair anyway. So it depends what kind of cut you have, right? Like that's the dilemma. So I had my head shaved forever. And then, you know, I, I felt like that, you know, you watch that Seinfeld episode long enough, right? And you're like, Oh my goodness, dude, is it still like, is my hair still okay? Like, is it still all right? So then I, <laughs> I, you know, grew it out to like super long on the top because I'm like, you know, it's been, it's been, you know, so, so long. And then, you know, I, I don't know. Now I just don't know what I want to do with it at all. Uh, yeah. I mean, when we had dinner together, your hair was pretty long. I feel like. Yeah. It seemed like forever ago that I had dinner with you, but <laughs> it's been a long time. But anyway, let's go ahead and wrap up. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Speaking of dinner, it's time to wrap up. Yep, exactly. Uh, all right. So, uh, anything you guys heard, if you want to ask us questions, if you want to give us feedback, talk to us about anything really related to the podcast, you can reach us at our email address, which is welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. We always love talking to you guys. Um, if you don't want to email or you, you would prefer to talk to us on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, Facebook, you can find us as Welcome Home Podcast. Twitter is Welcome Home Pod and Instagram is Welcome Home Picks. Uh, we do have a website as well, which... So, uh, so now I want to get into it, because, yeah. you know, I, <laughs> I was again, this. said I was going to oh redo boy. the website. Oh, boy. 
And all I asked was, I just said, hey, can you send me over a picture I can use and a brief bio? That's it. Doesn't sound like it's a lot, right? <laughs> so, and what, what Trevor sent it over, because, you know, <laughs> but Tom, I, I couldn't even send it over to me. Like, you know, for him to take the three minutes out for the five to, to ten hours of work I'm going to have to do, but I can't even get that. I will the get, website I will, still stinks. I will get it done. I will get it done today. How about <laughs> the that? website Bef- still stinks. That's before the day is over, I will get I will send it to you. Welcomehomepodcast.com is a great place to go if you want to see our, if you want to get this episode or the last couple of episodes. And there is also a link there to our store, which is store.welcomehomepodcast.com if you want to go there directly and check out some merchandise. We do have face masks. We have hats, mugs, lots of cool stuff there. Are there bucket hats, though? No, there's there's actually no hats on that site. Oh, okay. We don't have hats. I thought... Oh, uh, we could get the hats. No, we we can't do hats because hats. they're like yeah. exclusive. Sorry. Yeah, the hats. The no hats hat. are well. No, and plus, T Public doesn't make hats, so that's really the big problem. You can well, get like we, a mug. You can get a big blanket. You can get like a we big need poster. bucket hats. There, there needs to be a bucket hat crew. <laughs> I mean, you know, we we could. We so, can, Tom, we, if you need another shirt, can I get a bucket hat? Sure. Because I would rock the heck out of a bucket hat. All right, all right. We, I, I can see what I can do. I can make that happen. Yeah, and here we are <laughs> brainstorming the show as we're recording. Uh, yeah, as yeah, usual. As usual. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, iTunes? if, uh, <laughs> yeah. or, well, yeah, the, so we also have a YouTube channel. So if you search okay. us on YouTube for Welcome Home Podcast. Do we though? Yeah. Do we though? <laughs> well, <laughs> we, we, really we have know. a couple of things on there as, as, honestly, I think. It, uh, well, I guess if you want to see Jeffrey. Yeah. I can understand. And and once we get into, or once things get back to more normal, you will probably see us doing more live shows and things like that. It's just, yeah. Yeah. right now it doesn't make a lot of sense, right? Sure. Yeah. And as usual, if you found us on iTunes or Spotify or any of those uh, podcast services, uh, please leave us a review. We like seeing the the feedback and it also helps other people find the podcast. I yeah, gave out please. some buttons recently to people too. You, you send some out or you're going to? No, no, no. To people, like I said, that are around here that listen to the podcast. Oh, man. They, they enjoyed them. Again, I, I have to wait till the Netflix podcast gets 100 people on Facebook. Then I'll give out like two buttons. Yeah. You mean pins. can't even get you there. Take about pins. pins. Yeah, yeah. Pins, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we haven't sent some pins out in a while. Maybe we need to do a contest or something. Oh, you were talking about doing a drawing contest or something like that, weren't you? Yeah, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't you know, pan up. Now I think the easiest way, listen, the easiest way if you really want a pin is just go over and like the Netflix podcast, because once I get to 100, I'll give away pins over there. Well, I, I think we should do a drawing contest for uh, concept art of uh, what the front of a Haunted River Country would look like. There you go. <laughs> if anyone decided to do like a little bit of effort on that, like just even like a teeny amount of effort, you would definitely get a, a pin. There'd be no doubt about no that. No doubt. But it couldn't be like stick figure drawing. <laughs> I was going to say no like stick some, figures. No, yeah, it's got to look legit. Some, yeah, some some sort of effort there. Yeah, it's got to be legit. Yeah. All right. Uh, so don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any place you can find podcasts. You can find us. Reminder to our listeners, as always, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company. As such, any and all opinions we express on this show are our own. So uh, please consult your DVC representative for more information or a Disney cast member. Talk to Disney directly. Don't take anything on this show that you hear as facts because we don't always have facts on this show. So we try our best, but we, 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 we uh, don't always have it. So uh, big thank you to uh, DVC Rental Store for sponsoring this episode. We really appreciate their partnership. So uh, we 
just humbly ask you to please support the uh, people that's, uh, that support us. Uh, you know, check them out if you're looking at red points or, or uh, rent out your points. So join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert Awal, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. We do a huddle when we hit a chair. How she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl.